0: I know like oh fuck no there's no woman living here he had dust like so deep on some stuff on some counters and stuff like that I literally wrote my name I was like Layla was here <laughs> I wanted to take a picture of it I should have so I was in the middle of our sex acts and stuff but then I'm yelling at his Alexa I'm like Alexa turn it down it's <laughs> getting so loud I can't even hear myself come look at him going by and I see none other than the biggest set of balls swishing by that I've ever seen in my entire life, like literally. And I was like, I couldn't help myself. I just said, damn, your balls are big. (laughs) He's like, I know. (laughs) He's got some big old balls, people. I mean, like, I'm not joking. Like I've never seen balls that big. When I just go past a certain point, there's like this point where You're nice and lubed, but you still have that little bit of friction, you know, that you need that you, that helps you come. And so I got on top and I was like, God damn, no friction. Okay. So I'm going to have to switch to like rocking back and forth. I'm really going to have to rock this one out. If I want to come, I can't do it from the grip because it's literally like, it's just so wet. Hey everyone. Welcome to the Curious School Diaries podcast. I am Layla. Happy December. Did you guys get your decorations out yet? Believe you me, I did it right after Thanksgiving. I was on it. I love the holidays. I'm so excited. Oh, there's just so much fun stuff going on. I love the energy you know i holidays are just my favorite time of the year, so I take every little day, millisecond that I can to get those decorations out. enjoy them. I love my lights. I love my reindeer. <laughs> I love that I have the reindeer antlers on my car with the nose and the wreath and everything lit up. <laughs> I'm just a big goober when it comes to the holidays. So I hope everybody's getting into the spirit. Hey, before I start today's episode, which I'm really excited to jump in, I've got a new guy I get. To, I want to tell you guys about. And <laughs> I'm the reason I gave him his name, oh my gosh, I can't even wait to disclose that. But before I do, I just wanted to answer a couple emails. You know, I love your emails. I love your voicemails. I love your emails. It always makes me so happy to hear from you guys. Obviously, you're the reason I do this show. Do not be shy. I'm totally approachable. I love your feedback, just questions, comments, all that stuff. But I thought I would take this opportunity to read a couple emails that I get and just say thanks or answer them live. Uh, The first one is from R. He says, like your podcasts and the subjects and your energy, I don't fit in your height requirements. I'm a 71-year-old man, very active, both at work and in the gym, like bike riding around Florida, enjoying my freedom and wind therapy. Thank you for your great adventures. Oh my goodness, R, thank you so much. I live in Florida. Hey, hello, fellow Floridian. I do have a bike. It's a cruiser that I had in Lake Tahoe, in at my—I uh, used to have a cabin, a second home in Lake Tahoe, and it's a little rusty. I got to tell you, a little beat up. It's a little beach cruiser that I had up there. I had two for people that came up and rented the place. Well, now it's—it just—it's just a little rickety, <laughs> but I still ride it around every once in a while. But I, I'm sure you're—you're you're talking about biking, probably on a really nice bike. Mine's like a Schwinn. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, R, for listening to this show. I love you, love you, love you lots and appreciate you. Mwah. All right. The next one is from M. He says, I appreciate your online presence and adore your comedic, lighthearted personality. I'd like to connect if possible. Hey, guess what, M? We are connecting. Thank you so much for your message. You can do, if you want to connect, you can leave me a voicemail. Super easy to do. It's, um... Just go to thecurioschooldiaries.com, click on the pink tab on the right-hand side. It's right there. You can't miss it. you got five minutes. Send me a voicemail. I'll get back to everybody personally, and I would love to chat with you. About the comedic part, this guy that I'm going to be talking about in this episode, he thinks I'm funny too. I mean, he really thinks I'm funny. I have no idea what he's talking about. I just think I'm just me. I I don't really think I'm funny, but uh, Em, if you see that and you you appreciate that, I'm glad. That Again, that makes me happy. Thanks so much for listening to this show. Okay, the next one is from A, and this is a follow-up message, guys. If you heard A before, she was just got divorced. I think married for like 30 years, something like that, long time, and you know, her husband was I think having an affair, left her for another woman, and she just exploded her sex life. And she heard me mentioned her on a previous episode and she followed up and here's her message. She says, Oh my God, I've just listened to your latest podcast and heard my email read out. I was not expecting that. So funny because I don't generally listen to the new episodes as I'm working my way through from the start. I could easily have missed it, but it just came out automatically in my car. I'm so glad my email made your day. When I split with my husband, I knew I wanted to have some fun, but it was really only Your podcast had opened the door into what I could explore. I used to be so intimidated by the thought of anything other than vanilla. But like you said in the podcast, by talking about it, you're normalizing it and not making it such a taboo. It's such a shame that women get labeled as a slut for enjoying casual sex. I don't feel like I could even discuss this with my friends as they just wouldn't get it. I have a young child, so I don't really have time to throw myself into it fully, but I'll definitely keep you updated on my adventures. Someone messaged me this morning about going to a sex party. I'm not sure that I'm brave yet, but like you say, never say never. That's right. A, you know what? This is why I wanted to read your, your follow up is because I just want to point out to people that you get these opportunities, you know, to sort of explore and do something. Just say yes. It doesn't mean you're saying yes to doing anything, just that you're open to putting yourself in the position to see what happens and whatever you're comfortable with, then you can move forward or not move forward. But either way, especially with when it comes to the sex parties and just, and putting yourself in different circumstances that maybe you normally wouldn't just showing up and being there doesn't mean that anything necessarily has to happen outside of your comfort zone. But it's one small step into just exploring and being open-minded. That's really all it is. So as you do this stuff, I think you'll find that you're a lot more comfortable or you can be a lot more comfortable with things that just instantly you kind of always think no, because you've never done that or, oh no, that sounds weird or different or, you know, it's not my normal vanilla. I still kind of do it sometimes to this day and I have to remind myself, no, you know, just some of the best experiences you've ever had have just come because you were you were at least open enough to say, I will go. You're not guaranteeing anything. You're not promising anything, but you're just going to check it out. It's kind of like a fact-finding mission. So I think if we can kind of bring down expectations when we're exploring our sexuality to take the pressure off ourselves, then a, then a lot of really fun, exciting, just amazing, sexy, hot stuff can happen. So That's my best advice, A. Go for it. All right. The next one is from Jay. Came across your show and really enjoy it. I've been listening to all starting from the beginning. I'm a 34-year-old male and we share a lot of things in common when it comes to sex. You have a very sexy voice and my dick gets hard every time I listen to one of your podcasts. Don't worry, no dick pics. Just wanted to show some love to the show. Oh, thank you so much, Jay. I love you back. That is awesome. I'm glad you're listening from the start. That's amazing. You're going to hear, I don't even know. So if that's the case, who knows when you'll hear this response. But that's what I recommend people do is start from the very beginning. This show has been an evolution. It started with me completely in vanilla land, like at ground zero, and of all the and all the things I go through and all the different relationships and all the stories and all the hot, sexy fun, but there's through all that there's you're gonna hear me evolving and me getting less close minded what I just said to A previously, I would not have said back in the beginning i was I was a lot of no, no, I'm not going to never, never." <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to believe. So I even crack up when I go back and listen to myself. I'm like, oh, fuck, did I say that? Jesus, listen to me. I sound so uptight. And I thought at the time that I was very open-minded <laughs> for doing all this. So it's just kind of fun. It's interesting. And it's really meant to be sort of, I think, listened to from that point of view, because what happens is everybody hears parts of themselves in, this, in my journey, in this story. And it's, you can, you know, you're just finding things you can relate to. And I think that's kind of really the whole point of this podcast, you know, is that we're really, as far as sexual beings, we're all wired very similarly, even though we have these kinks and our big differences and things like that, when you break it down, the drive and the need and the sexual desire, for the most part, for all of us is a common threat that we all have. Some of us are suppressing it. Some of us are we are wasting the pretty. Some of us are overusing the pretty, but we're all kind of wired the same at the end of the day with our basic human need for sex and connection and touch and all that stuff. So that I think is why people relate to this show, but I'm glad your dick gets hard. That makes me happy too, Jay. I mean, of course I want to be, of course I want to be stimulating. You know, I want, I also like that edge, you know, I love that you get that out of it and it's, it's a fun show for you to listen to. So thank you so much for your feedback. All right. Then here's the last one here. This is from T. He says, Hi, Layla. Just saw your photo on the private pod. Absolutely stunning. I would have sent a voicemail, but I'm sitting here in the hospital. I'm going to be okay and plan to voicemail you when I'm able. I'm looking forward to seeing more of that awesome specimen of a female. Also, I really enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much, T. I hope you're okay. I hope you're doing well. I hope I provided you a lot of uh, stimulating stuff to listen to while you were in the hospital. Hopefully things that got you motivated on the mend faster. I hope I did my part to somehow, you know, cheer you up and that everything's good. And I do look forward to getting a voicemail from you because I think we've voicemailed back and forth before. All right. Take care, T. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. Okay. Now guys, (laughs) let's jump into, uh, there's somebody new and, um, (laughs) I'm kind of stepping in it a little bit because I mentioned this guy in the previous Tuesday's episode. He was the one with the, with the labradoodle (laughs) and then the crusty dick pic. Oh my gosh. I need to be careful about what the fuck I say, but you know, that's probably not going to happen, but here we go. So it's fun to sort of step your foot in it every once in a while. And I guess I did. Now I, I wasn't totally dissing him in the last episode. I was just pointing out that the pictures were, he could have done better on the pictures. And I think he know, he already knows that. He said to me afterwards when he sent that, he was like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. You know what? I have sisters. I don't even know what I was thinking. Like, because I, I hit it and then I s I hit send and then I was I immediately knew like, uh oh, I shouldn't have done that. Anyway, uh we laughed about it, but I'm you know, this I really like this guy. He reminds me so much of of B E. And we're we've we've seen each other a couple times now now at this point of when I'm recording this. We're we we're like two fucks in. I'm just gonna talk about the first fuck I think on this one and leave it a cliffhanger for the second one. But yeah, he's just, you know what? He's an, he's a nice guy. I really like him. He reminds me, like I said, he reminds me so much of BE. I've given him a similar nickname. It sounds like BE, but it's not It the, but the initials stand for BE stands for the boyfriend experience. And this one, I'm, I'm going to wait until I get further into the story, how his name came to fruition. <laughs> uh, but first, this is so funny. So I go over to his house. We're sitting there. And you know, we're just talking, chatting. To, uh, I'm doing the usual kind of like I'm scanning the house. I'm looking around. I'm kind of poking around, like, "Yo, give me the grand tour." What I'm doing is I'm looking for signs of like feminine energy. Like, is there a woman living here? Is she secretly married? Well, I, <laughs> I'll just say this: you know, when you roll up into someone's house, if it's du- I can if it's dusty, like, or it's kept but not quite totally kept. A certain way, like, I know, like, oh, fuck, no, there's no woman living here. He had dust, like, so deep on some stuff, on some counters and stuff like that. I literally wrote my name. I was like, Layla was here. (laughs) I wanted to take a picture of it. I should have. But anyway, I, I felt very confident after seeing his place that he is, in fact, a bachelor. A cute one, a very cute one and uh tall and all that good stuff for me. So I like that. He's, he's checking some boxes. And uh, so we're standing there talking and I had commented on a picture with, uh, I had a bunch of friends in there and, and he starts telling me the story about this guy, about the guy, one of the guys in the picture, like, yes, this was a friend kind of, it was one of these like friends turned frenemies situation. And he says, you know, he's like, blah, blah, blah. And he says his name. And I was just like, wait. How old is this guy? And I looked at the picture again and I said, you know, I was like, well, how old is this guy? And he tells me, uh, how old he is. And I was like, does he kind of have, you know, like a, he starts, then he starts, he understands where I'm going with it, that he starts to say, wait a minute. Do you know him? Does he look like this? Does he look like that? And I was like, well, okay. So as it turns out, there's this guy that I was chatting up or was chatting me up rather on one of the apps I'm on. And I, I, I said, you know, it's an unusual name. So when you said his name and, you know, you guys are kind of the same age, I just, he popped in there and, and I said, you know, he said, do you have a picture of him? so I wanted to show, yeah, again, I'm sorry if I'm confusing you. I'm I'm saying uh, the guy that I'm standing there in front of, I I don't want to say his nickname yet. Well, I'll tell you, I, I nicknamed him BB. So BB's asking me, uh, that's double B, right? B and B, boy and boy. So BB's asking me, what, does he look like this? Do you have a picture of him? I'm like, yeah. So I I get him. I open up my app and I pull up a picture. He's like, oh my God, it's his frenemy that used to be like a good friend for like years and years and years, turned frenemy. And he tells me that guy is married. I was just like, oh, dang, you know, so glad I did not do anything with him. I think I would have sniffed it out rather quickly, but I was just like, thank God honestly, I don't know if I would have met with a guy anyway. He was, when he sent me a face pic, this happens a lot. Like people have their profile and and everything looks good. And you know, they'll have sort of like an obscured face pic. And then you get privately, they'll send you a real face pic. And it's, it's a little different. Like basically, usually it's older, older than, than the one that they are showing on their profile. And this was the case. And he's a good looking guy, but I don't know that I would have been, I might've met with him. I don't know who's to say, right. But In on his profile, he said he was divorced. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe he's going to be soon. Jesus. Anyhow. So I, that was quite funny. Yeah. And then, so BB is showing me his, his frenemies, uh, Facebook profile with a picture of his wife and his kids. And I'm just like, oh my God, what a douche, what a fucking douche bag. Oh, it made me want to throw up my mouth. So anyway, but I was laughing too hard. I couldn't tell if I wanted to throw, throw up in my mouth or laugh. So we were laughing about it. It was pretty funny. And I was so thankful. I'm like, somebody was looking out for me. Do you see? I mean, isn't that strange? What a small world. I could have crossed paths with that dingling. Fortunately, someone's looking out for me and I didn't. So anyway, so we were having a good laugh about that. And then we fi- you know, we finally start making our way upstairs and we're he likes music. This is funny. He he's one of those guys that likes music on. So every time I come up, it's like there's music on. And so we're up in the up in his bedroom and he's got the music going and it's so, it's kind of loud. And I, can, I finally am telling him like, uh, could you turn that down? And he's like, Alexa, turn it down. And then we'd get going and we start fucking and doing other things. And I swear to God, the music would turn back up. I don't know. It was very strange. So I was in the middle of our sex acts and stuff, but then I'm yelling at his Alexa. I'm like, Alexa, turn it down. <laughs> it's getting so loud. I can't even hear myself come, you know, like it can't focus. Anyway, so we, we head up, up to his room. I'm checking it all out. I'm checking his bedding. I look, I notice everything about the way guys live. You guys are so funny. You're just so basic. I love it. <laughs> I mean, with the, you can tell like there's no woman here. Like it's comforting to see the shit that you pick out, <laughs> even though it'd be like, cause the minute a woman gets in there, she's like, Oh fuck, that's out of here. That's awful. Let me change this around. <laughs> so anyway, so we're, I'm feeling very confident at this point. And well, he just basically dove right down into my pussy. And I mean, he did not waste any time. He was full on just passionate about it. I mean, he was all up in there. His beard had my, me all over him, all over his face. I mean, you could smell it. His dog could smell it. I, it it was just, it didn't smell. I mean, does, he didn't say, I couldn't smell it. Like we couldn't smell it. But he said, you know, yeah, I'm going to be able to smell that for the like rest of the day. And the dogs at the end of this is like jumping up, sniffing his beard. Like what just happened? Oh my God. It was so funny. But in the moment and everything, when he was just going down on me, it was like, oh my God, he was fast and fierce. I was like, hold on, hold on now, slow down. Guys, you got to build this up. You know, you got to, what he was doing was great. But I like, it's more like, okay, let's get that at the end. Like, that's the crescendo. Like, you, I know everybody's excited. Everyone's so excited. I probably do it too. I mean, I'm sure like, and I, he he face fucked me. Oh, I'll get to that in a second. Oh my God. After, so I'm laying there, he is, you know, just going to town on my pussy. And I'm, I just came over wet. I was totally in the right. I I was getting all excited in my head, like I do. So when, I love that. I love just thinking about it, all the build up before you get to somebody's house, especially the first time you know you're gonna sleep with them. I was just I was all revved up and ready to go. And so I was pretty much already I mean, definitely wet by the time I got there. And you know, since there was a lot of little talking and things like that and just we didn't go straight to it. So I but I was getting excited and couldn't wait. And I love that anticipation. So, you know, by the time he pulled my pants down, it was just like waterworks, a free for all. So he gets up to go grab, I think he was going to go grab my butt plug because we were going to start fucking. Well, then I realized it's missing. But as I'm laying back on the bed and he walks around to my right shoulder and I'm on the laying kind of like on the left-hand side of, my, of his bed and he's walking around and over my right shoulder, I look my eyeballs, look at him going by and I see none other than the biggest set of balls swishing by that I've ever seen in my entire life. Like literally. And I was like, I couldn't help myself. I just said, damn, your balls are big. <laughs> He's like, I know. <laughs> He's got some big old balls, people. I mean, like, I'm not joking. Like I've never seen balls that big. It's like, and it was, it was weird. It was like it imprinted on me, like in that moment, all of a sudden, like all these images I'd ever seen of like, big bulls, literally bulls with their big old hanging balls and how that sort of like symbolizes masculine, you know, this, that's the strongest and the, it's very masculine and we're going to breed now. And all that. I was struck. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus, I'm going to fuck this guy with these big old balls. It was hot. It was a total fucking turn on but I didn't get to fuck the big balls just yet because the butt plug was missing in action. Again, I ran out the door without it. I I seem to do that every once in a while. And did it on this occasion. And we started, he started face fucking me and oh my God. So he's got big balls and a thick dick. So I'm a happy girl right now. You know, this is the first time seeing his dick, the balls, the hole. Well, that's not true. That's not true. He sent me the crusty dick pic, but it was You know, those are never, you can't, it's really hard to to tell. And I'll just say this, like the crusty dick pic did not do the size of his dick justice. And I didn't see any balls because all I saw was the fabric (laughs) that he had come on, you know, the the gray fabric coming. I think that might've been his sheets now that I'm thinking about it. Were his sheets gray? Anyway, I don't know. I know it was like some sort of towel. At any rate, I never saw the balls. Well... I mean, these are something to behold. <laughs> these are some special balls <laughs> and because they're so big. And he's, I was like, you know this, you know, these balls are big. And he's like, yeah. So that's why I named him BB, Big Balls. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, ah. I told him, I said, don't even ask me like, you know, when Adrian asked me if I could get his balls and his dick and everything in my mouth at once. And I was like, I don't know, but let me try. I told him, I'm don't even ask me that. That's not going to happen. There's no way those... I couldn't even get I don't think I can get one in. I'm not joking. They're ginormous. I'm like, are they doubled up? Like, what is going on in there? And these turbo balls. (laughs) Oh, I can't stop laughing. I mean, because like, that's how overwhelming. I mean, like, you're just like... Taken back, so, but this is so interesting, like I'm excited, like, oh my God, I've never had a big ball guy, I mean, like really big balls. I have had some really good sized balls, but these are just these take the cake, I mean they're the biggest balls I've ever seen, so anyhow, and a nice, thick dick attached to it, so this is good now, the picture that he sent, like I was saying, that picture he sent, didn't see the balls, did not, and you couldn't tell since there was nothing around. And there was not even a hand in the picture. I couldn't tell how thick the dick was, but the dick is nice and thick. And oh my gosh, I mean, the ladies will tell you who doesn't love a thick dick? It's the girth. I love girth. I'll take that any day over length. It's about the girth, like being filled up. It's so fucking hot. So he wants me to then get on top. And I'm thinking, oh, God damn, I'm just like, I'm basking in my pussy eaten bliss right now. And now what you want me to like sort of, put my pay attention hat on and get up and do the heavy lifting. I was so disappointed. (laughs) I know I'm a pillow princess guys. What can I say? Like, I love to get fucked. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I don't mind getting on top. I do love getting on top. That used to be my go-to when I was younger. I mean, I always had to be on top to come. Now I'm just so much more, it's, I'm so much more versatile and I really enjoy exercising all of the orgasmic options I have. And that means different positions. And a lot of that's kind of fun when somebody else is doing is fucking you and you're not as in control. So it's less mechanical. That's what I like about it when I'm not on top is that I, I sort of, I have to go with his lead, you know what I mean? And I have to try to come off of his dick and what he's doing rather than me fucking him and making myself come. There's a difference. If you guys don't know this, there is a difference. Now, not that I don't enjoy both and that I'm not always in the mood for both, both, but in this particular day, I was leaning more towards you do the heavy lifting. And we had this conversation before I got there about how horny he is and how much libido he has. And I'm like, great. (laughs) Yes. I'm so happy to hear this, but I did tell him, I said, you know what? I don't know. You're, you might be, I might be giving you a run for your money because I happen to know how my drive is. And guys, they always say, you know, they have the biggest drive and they want a girl that's really horny, blah, 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 until they get one. And then they're like, fuck, I can't keep up (laughs) because I can go and go and go. And I do love to go and go and go. And I will go as long as you go. So I was thinking we were going to go for quite a while. But we gave it, for the first time, I'm telling you, like, this is good. We did have good sex. It was, it was good. Even with me having to do a little bit of the heavy lifting after the face fucking, I did have to do some heavy lifting. I mean, he did the heavy lifting with the face fucking and that was good. I mean, I got nice and like my eyes were tearing up. I love a good face fuck. I mean, I really do. And with that big, thick dick, I was like, oh yeah. And by the time he did the face fucking, I mean, that just gets me so wet, like so, so wet. So by the time I climbed up on top, I mean, I was really a sopping wet mess. The problem with that is I can't get the grip on his dick that I need when I'm overly, when I just go past a certain point, there's like this point where you're nice and lubed, but you still have that little bit of friction, you know, that you need that you, that helps you come. And so I got on top and I was like, God damn, no friction. Okay. So I'm going to have to switch to like rocking back and forth. I'm really going to have to rock this one out if I want to come. I can't do it from the grip because it's literally like, it's just so wet. It's like trying to grab a pole with greasy hands when and and hold on and not slide down. It. This is like, you can't do it, right? If you're holding holding yourself there. This is kind of the same thing when it gets in you and you're just, it's just like ring, 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 going everywhere. I <laughs> So I'm like, okay, it's not going to be the grip. It's not going to be the grip orgasm. It's not going to be, you know, I have to, I have to slide up and down across it, across it, across the shaft, up and down on the shaft as fast as I can, <laughs> fast and furious as I can. And also that stimulates, you know, the pubic bones and the clit too, when I'm like, going up and down and fast on your stomach. Now, the nice thing is I had all that lubrication to do it. So it was, I was literally like on a slip inside, you know, just riding his cock, grazing my G-spot as fast as I could, trying to put, you know, the pressure. I'm There's a lot going on when, when I'm on top and my legs are working. I mean, I'm getting, you know, I'm doing the heavy lifting here. So the other thing with being an on top in the beginning with someone is, you know you are very exposed, and a guy can just they're just totally watching you and I know how I like to look up and watch a guy I like to look I like to stare at his shoulders, his stomach, and I love to look down and watch his dick going in and out of I me mean, like that just fucking does it for me. I love that visual. It's just like i I have to have it, I have to see it, and I can't so I'm missing out on that, but I know when I'm in that mode, just like totally looking at a guy, like, because I'm ravenous and I'm taking it all in, that that can be a little intimidating. You know, I think sometimes guys are like, what the hell is she looking at? How she's staring at me? Oh my God. Is she going to like bite my head off like a praying mantis (laughs) when I come? (laughs) Like, what's going to happen? It's very intense and like animalistic for me. And I love that. Now I can get, I, I have to, it's, I have to do the reverse of that when I'm on top. I have to let my mind go the other way. Because just looking at him looking at me, that gets a little intense. It's like, now we're doing eye gazing. So I'm like, okay, where do I look? (laughs) Like, and I just have to get, I have to sort of again, switch on that, get in that animal mode, even though I'm not the one receiving. I'm actually like, you have to be like, yes, I'm fucking the shit out of this guy. But at the same time, I'm, I don't have that. I can't get that good grip strength. Anyway, I finally, of course, rocked one out, but. Yeah, I was, and he came too, of course. But yeah, and so that, so when he came, I was like, oh, oh, I wasn't expecting it, right? It was a little faster than I thought. Not, I shouldn't say faster. I think we might've been 30 minutes in at this point. I'm just expecting a long session. I'm thinking, yeah, the way he was talking, he was talking a mean game. So I'm thinking, okay, we're gonna be doing this for a long, long time. But after that, he was tired. And I'm like, hey, I was- <laughs> I'm like, as soon as he rolls over, I'm like, what's your refractory period? <laughs> like how long is this going to take? But we just actually ended up after that, we were just doing a lot of pillow talk and just kind of recanting everything we'd just done. I whipped out my phone and recorded recorded our post-coital conversation as we're laying there naked for the first time. And I got that. And I put that on the private podcast guys. So if you want to check that combo out, you can go over to the private podcast and give it a listen. It's super easy to do to sign up. You just go to the com, and on the, from the homepage, you just look, click on exclusive content and there is the private podcast. I would love to have you give it a listen. It's so much fun. I've been just I've been more active with kind of recording the guy's side, just quick little snippets and things, you know, during, during sex, right after sex. It's very fun. And I find, you know, when you catch people in those moments, myself included, you know, it's just very honest and pure and raw and raunchy. And, but there's like this innocence to it because everybody's in, you know, good mood, happy. They just had an orgasm and you're feeling good. The, All the chemicals are released. It's just a fun time to sort of catch somebody, (laughs) ask them some questions about what just happened there. What do we think about all that? So I did that. I'm so bummed I forgot my butt plug. I really wanted the butt plug, forgot the butt plug. But because I forgot the butt plug, the funny thing is, so we started talking about butt plugs and just we're getting into the anal talk. And so he says, okay, can can we have anal sex the next time? And I'm like, yeah. I just love there's just something so fun about being asked that, like same way you would say, Do you want cream in your coffee or do you take one lump or two? You know, like, do you want to have anal next time? Yeah, let's do it. So that's gonna be the second episode. You'll have to listen next Saturday to the anal episode. I'm just telling you, I I was advised not to talk about this, but I am going to talk about it. I am going to do this episode. You guys know how I don't want to hold anything back from you. I'll just say this. For the first time, I decided that I was going to (laughs) douche. So yeah, you know that there's some calamities and some errors and some funny shit going on there, no pun intended, (laughs) with me douche, trying to go the extra mile and douche before, because this was about the first time I'd pre-planned the anal. I mean, usually it's kind of a surprise, you know, you just kind of go for it. Not always but sometimes it is, right? So more more often than not, it's been a surprise. It's not been like we we were discussing it. So matter of fact, you know, let's put it on our calendar anal next Tuesday, three o'clock. See you there. So, you know, since I had a heads up, there was some funny planning, funny, funny stories to tell about that the second time we saw each other, but you'll have to wait for that one. That'll be next week. All right, guys. Well, I am excited. Again, we're in December. Yay. Let's all get in the holiday spirit. I hope you guys are thinking about what you're going to do to wind down your year, make it sexy, make it fun, make it exciting. And also guys, it's a great time to start thinking about what you're going to do to overhaul your sex life next year. Make it part of your goals you're going to set some new year's goals. I know most people do. Why don't you include your sex life in it? I know one of the things I'm looking at right now is uh I just did a little perusing the other day for pole dancing classes or you know exotic dancing classes. Like I really have been saying I want to do that, I want to do that. And I just feel like it's going to make me a better lover, more sensual, more tools in my tool belt, you know, do some sexy dances for some guys. That's just fucking hot. I Anything that helps me bring my inhibitions down, connect deeper to my body, my sexuality, the way I feel, the way it moves, I'm all about it. So, I hope you guys kind of start thinking in that direction too. And hey, you know what? If you don't know what to do, I'll tell you what. You can go to the website and click on my sex bucket list tutorial. Why don't you make yourself a sex bucket list and start knocking things off next year? That is how I started. That's how all this started. I just made a sex bucket list and I'm like, this is this is the direction I'm going. So at the very least, guys, I have my free sex bucket list tutorial. You can breeze right through. It takes about an hour and get yourself a hot as fuck steamy sex bucket list and start knocking stuff off. You'll have a great 2023, super sexy 2023, and you'll definitely enjoy it for sure. All right, guys. Well, that's it. Everybody love you so much. Stay happy. Stay healthy. Stay safe. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Thank you.